0: Hello, and welcome to Nerds of the Old Republic, where we discuss a different work of nerdy science fiction or fantasy and pair it with a related cocktail or drink. I'm Adam. I'm Sean. And I'm Mike. Today we're discussing Netflix's adaptation of Andrzej Sapkowski's The Witcher series, and we are pairing it with a lovely tankard of this strong ale. Sean, you were the one who brought this to our attention. What did you bring for us?
1: I brought you one of my favorites, gents. This is New Holland Brewery's Dragon's Milk, which uh, in itself is a fantastic fucking beer. But this happens to be Dragon's Milk Reserve. Mm. 2022 Reserve 1, to be precise. I didn't even know they did this stuff until I went to go pick this up today. I'm like, well, I'm going to bring these guys some Dragon's Milk. And the fine uh, worker there at the local beer dispensary... Pointing me towards this one, and I'm really glad that he did, because this description sounds pretty fantastic. Would you like me to read it to you?
0: Oh, oh yes, please. please. And maybe in the voice of... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it in your own voice, but yeah, you were describing it before, and it sounded so complex. It's... Uh, well, the, the description for the
1: tasting, or the, the <clears throat> flavor notes, is rye barrel aged stout with cinnamon, <clears throat> toasted chilies, and vanilla extract, which mm. just sounds delightful. Mm. And then the story here, the the legend on the back says that Dragon's Milk Reserve is a treasure trove for the adventurous spirit. Each entry in the Reserve series is crafted to push the boundaries of our signature stout by exploring unique ingredients and barrels. An epic journey awaits. An epic journey.
0: Wow, that sounds not only perfect for this cast, but also like you would hear it at the start of a 1-900 number. (laughs) It's still going. (laughs) Oh, sorry to cut you off. There's (laughs) more! (laughs)
1: This adventure begins with a slumber in rye whiskey barrels, selected to impart a wealth of earthy and spicy notes to this brew. Bold flavors of cinnamon and toasted chilies light the way to a sweet vanilla finish. Completing the quest. Raise a glass to victory! <laughs> to victory! No, to victory!
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cheers, 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 gentlemen. All right.
2: That is magnificent. Oh yes. That is very very good. Oh yes.
0: That definitely has like layers of taste <laughs> yeah, that come in here.
1: It's complex. I'm smelling it, and I'm like, man, it smells almost like cinnamon toast crunch. In the nose.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I was surprised how much cinnamon came through, actually. Yeah.
1: And I wouldn't think that I'd want a beer with a cinnamon flavor note to it, but damn, that's good. That is really good. That is a sit in a very cozy
2: chair in front of a fire and brewed kind yeah. of beer. Oh, yeah. This yeah. beer is not going to be done
1: very
0: fast. No. no, this is going to be the rest of my night. <laughs> and, you know, I would sit in that warm chair with the fire. With, like, a wolf's pelt wrapped around it. Ah, uh, yeah. Leather <laughs> skin book in my hand. Contemplating the old days. <laughs> That's right. The old gods would have. Uh, damn, dude. Oh, that is so good. That and is It's is. a nice Ooh. thick mouthfeel, mm-hmm. too. The spice in it, too, really balances the cinnamon nicely. Yep, Yeah, and, and vanilla. Sometimes these, like, real high-gravity beers get real mm-hmm. alcoholic tasting, or they taste, um, like, too malt forward. So like very sweet and syrupy Mm -hmm. and the profile on this is really, really well balanced. I'm really impressed. Well, New Holland people, if you're listening to this
1: cast, which we're sure you are,
0: Oh, for we, sure. Um, you
1: know, we're always looking for sponsorships, and if you'd like to send us some samples of your newest reserves and flavors, we would love to have them. <laughs> <laughs> I believe we have a, a rare few openings
2: in our sponsorships uh, at now or at the moment, so you should probably get in on that. Dragon's These opportunities don't happen often.
0: <laughs> no, no. I mean, we have turned down some esteemed. Uh, companies, and people. We were just talking about the problems we've been having with Bill Murray, actually. (laughs) One of these days. Yeah. Yeah, We'll get to you, Bill. Be patient, (laughs) right? All right. While we're sipping on our drinks here and enjoying it, I just wanted to say thanks to everybody who listens to us. And a big thank you to uh, everyone who helps us rank well on good pods among book and media-related podcasts. You know, uh, the community over there has been real good to us, and we just wanted to say thank you. If you enjoy our show topics... Uh, and the books we discuss and our sterling humor over a tanker of ale as we do please follow us on Twitter and Instagram feel free to say hello our handle is at nerdsofoldrepublic if you want to hear what we think about other nerd-centric topics don't forget to check out our More Than Just Books blog on Podbean and of course it always helps to rate and review us wherever you listen to the podcasts it makes a big difference in people being able to find us and growing our little community of nerds. We'd appreciate that so much. Mike has actually been reaching out to the socials just to see what people thought of uh, the material that we're reading. because Or talking about, I should say. Because we're talking about the Netflix Witcher series. And people had some thoughts, actually. Um, which is good because I felt really late to the party. I felt like I had missed like the boom coming into it. But there were still some people um, finishing up season two. Which finished in twenty twenty, actually, just recently, very recently. Yeah. So, and some talks about the video games too, as I look through the social stuff. So, um, for example, um, pedestrian at best says about the video games: the third game is still the best way to experience the world. The Last Wish is a great collection of adventures. So, I feel like I need to go back and play those video games. Um, there's a new one coming out too. There is. Um, so. I think they're available <clears> on the <throat> Nintendo Switch. Weird for a family. A little it's bit, like game,
1: but I mean, yeah. it's also I can play it in bed before I go to sleep. You know, so that's Ex- kinda cool. yeah,
0: exactly because you can have the little screen up with the Joy Cons and everything. Yeah. yeah, I um, I have this problem with video games where if I start playing video games, I have a tough time stopping them before bed, and I'll never fall asleep. Oh so,
1: man! I've Wait till summer break.
0: I've reached I, that tipping point.
2: I've stopped <laughs> playing video games when the guy stopped moving from the left side of the screen to the right and stopped <laughs> yeah. jumping yeah. over the bad guys to kill them. But they still um, make side so, scrollers,
1: Mike. You could find them. So, oh, okay, yeah. Maybe yeah. I'll have to get back into it then. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised what they make out there. There's a lot of. The video game world is way beyond what well, it was when we were kids. I do understand
2: that they make the uh, the, the classic Nintendo games again, or mm-hmm. the Nintendo yes. system
1: or something. So, they got a like little I, thing you plug into your TV, it so comes with controllers. great. If cool. I can get yeah, back like 30, into 30, uh, games. Blades of Steel and
2: Super Tech Mobile, then. Oh, uh, oh, you named <laughs> both of the games that actually
1: talked to you on the old Nintendo. <laughs> Blades of Steel. Do, 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 do,
0: do, do. And the, was it Tech Mobile? <laughs> and it was down and be every play down and be <laughs> yep. you know what's really sad is there's a, a local card and collectible memorabilia store uh david adams that we'll go visit on friday nights because their video games are free and my six-year-old consistently beats me on Mar- marvel versus capcom oh that's damn dude consistent and you know what i've been playing this thing for like a decade I know how to play <laughs> this game. I know how to activate the infinity stones, and he's just mashing buttons. And I'm like, Elliot, <laughs> you know what this is? This is a button masher. And he's like, I know, I just hit the buttons. Well, kudos to your kid for figuring that out. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I always uh, wow my children with uh, rounds of
1: Galaga. I uh, cannot go buy a Galaga machine nice. without dropping a quarter yep. and setting the high score. It's sort of like a curse. Mm. Yeah. Love that fucking game. <laughs>
0: Uh, One last comment. You know, I mentioned Thaddeus Howes on the last cast, and uh, here you are coming back around again. They say, uh, The Witcher gets by in the strength and charisma of its lead, Henry Cavill. Uh, They enjoy that, too, um, but puts a lot of weight on Henry Cavill. And I, I, without skipping ahead too much, I agree, because those are the scenes I enjoyed. True, Thad. That's a good observation. And I have to say that Henry Cavill's just incredible physique can handle that weight. (laughs) that's right that man's got shoulders for weeks and everything can rest on there unlike uh you know some previous i don't know disney series that we talked about where the main character was supposed to be really badass and keep your helmet on the whole time and you live in a back to tank (laughs) we're just not gonna let that one go no i'm bitter i'm bitter (laughs) all right fine i'll move on so all right i'll leave it be so If we're talking about the Witcher series on Netflix, it's really interesting in that um, there's a lot of. I went down a couple big rabbit holes, but before we get into that, um, did you guys have any history with this? Like, did you watch it before? I know we read the books, but I don't know if you read the books before the series, watching it or not. I had not
2: uh, read the books or watched the series, so it both were new to me completely.
1: I watched it on Netflix only because of some of the nerdy websites I frequent talking highly of it, and I thought, well, it's something to watch. And then my wife got interested in it, so we started making it like a you know couples watch kind of a thing. And obviously, there's parts that she enjoys and there's parts that I enjoy, and it just it was fun. Narratively speaking, of course, right? It's the storyline really
0: that (laughs) that we were hooked by. Oh, I'm sure, and and the you know Eastern European. Fables and mythology that get woven in. Oh, here, I you know. love looking for those
1: types of little like subtle Easter eggs as things go through. And just, you know, <laughs> once you find one, it's it's like a gem, you
0: know. Oh, <laughs> sure. Just... <laughs> <laughs> All right, a little bit of background then. Uh, if you're not familiar with the series, the Netflix series The Witcher premiered in 2019. There's been two seasons available. The second season came available in 2021. Each of the two seasons have eight episodes, so it is a fast watch. The episodes are top out at like 65 minutes. So if you got an hour, you can do that. The series features Henry Cavill, Anya Chalotra, and Freya Allen. Uh, notably season one, episode three features the first story from the last Witch wish, which was on our last podcast mm-hmm. as our read. Um, so, um, that's from Andre Sapkowski and, um, We see uh, Geralt fighting the the Striga, and that's really one of the the main connections there. So, I know we've read the novel, and we watched the series. How far did you guys get in the series? Finished it. Yeah. Well, you had had been watching it with your wife, too, Exactly, yeah.
2: Yeah. I uh, I finished season one uh, about two hours ago. Nice. (laughs) So, you're very fresh. Uh, Yeah.
0: Yes. I did not finish... Season one. Do we (laughs) have an anti-bell? Is there like a reverse bell sound? (laughs) Uh, So I came into this expecting to, I think my problem was I wanted to like it as much as the book. Mm -hmm. And when I didn't get the storyline that I expected in the order, or when I wasn't watching Henry Cavill fight, I felt like I wasn't interested. I Mm -hmm. had a tough time focusing on the story. Um, it was even more episodic than the book we read. And so, which I know, okay, it's a TV series, it should have episodes. But I felt like even in the episodes, there were like these little, like interwoven stories that for some reason or another, I couldn't be bothered to connect in my mind as I watched. So I got through episodes for So, to be clear, episode
1: three... (laughs) Come on, on, just do it. I finished episode three and that was it. I need something for the advertising role here. Just do it. Say it.
0: Unleash. Do it. Fuck you, Netflix The Witcher. (laughs) You're boring. Okay? You're boring. Except for the fight scenes, which I got a lot to say about. Yeah. You know, um, so I just... I just don't know where to go from there. I had a tough time even writing the outline, because I was just like, okay, cool. Based in the world, you fight some monsters a third of the time, it felt like there was a lot of traveling on horseback, <laughs> a fucking lot of traveling on horseback. Yeah, I got to say that the,
1: the hater department isn't hiring right now, but I think we might have to make room for you because
0: <laughs> you're really bringing it. Yeah. If if this is your first podcast with us, thank you. Awesome to have you. And Sean is usually the hater. And, um, yeah. Mike and I are usually the like, yeah, I enjoyed that. Maybe with some caveats here right. or there. And Sean is just hard no or hard yes. I'm the hard no right now. Just, you know, I, mm, I wanted to like it so much. <laughs> I wanted to. You know what I, I guess I was expecting? I wanted to see the scene where Geralt, like, suits up. You know, mm. like, wraps his fists in leather, aligns the silver studs, puts on his cloak.
1: Like Batman from Batman uh, and Robin when he's, yes. like, suiting up and the nipples are there. and Yes, all is w- with the without world.
0: the campy noises. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't
2: need that. <laughs> But <laughs> I, I like the campy noises, and I have made my own campy noises for many years. Little known fact about myself. That is a little but known yeah, fact. Damn. I'm, I'm prone to pick things up and make a dramatic because oh, yeah. it just enlivens my life, and it makes me seem more heroic, I feel. Do all of your chest plates have nibbles? uh no no sadly i don't have the budget i don't have the nipple budget yet but when adam's check comes
0: <laughs> this is the second episode where mike keeps thinking i'm sending him a check for doing all the social stuff you because i gave him the title director of social media
2: you are right what do you mean thinking you said you said i check? did
0: oh shit, i shouldn't have said that you said the part. you said the quiet part out loud you said the quiet part out loud oh damn this is uh, we need l- like lapel mics so I can just whisper to the audience real quick instead of one main mic. And it breaks the fourth wall.
2: I, I said when when we when you proposed this thing, I said, "Well, there's only one reason anybody goes into podcasting, and that is to get rich." Yes. So.
0: Yeah. Clearly, it's working. Yes. <laughs> For sure, right? We talked about super yachts last episode. Inflation? What inflation? <laughs> yeah. Gas prices, for sure. Gas prices. Huh. We are so rich, we're insulated from those right. things. That's right. That's a
2: problem for my driver to figure <laughs> exactly, out. Exactly. <laughs> that's yes. right.
0: He said to me, sir, it <laughs> costs $300 to fill up the Lambo today. How in the world am I going to pay for this? And I said, that's what I pay you to figure right. out. I said, were you using
1: the black card? I mean, please. Honestly, like That's the card you use for all of your purchases. Yeah. Why He's must you bother me with this, Nigel?
0: <laughs> Nigel? <laughs> <laughs> oh, You have a Nigel, too? I don't actually know mine's name. He's just British. That's I the company Nigel. is Nigel Incorporated. And oh, I think that's no. just. <laughs> that makes more Everyone sense. Everyone needs a Nigel. All right. So maybe we can focus on something that I think we all probably enjoyed, which was the fighting scenes. Right? I had yep. a very, I expected, like, the the very standard, like, broadsword Fighting style, and what we got instead was like this pirouetting, like the books, mm-hmm. this pirouetting sort of like twirling style, where uh, Henry Cavill is spinning swords behind his back a lot. He's deflecting blows on his shoulders, style. musketeer style, but yeah. with yeah. not a foil, no, at all.
1: He's using a, a like a two handed like broadsword. Kind yeah. Of yeah,
0: yeah, and I I did a like I said, here's my deep dive because I wanted to like a lot of this. Um, apparently he had to do a lot of like, um, specific exercises to support like his posterior chain and his back mm. and his legs, because that is a legit broad sword he's using. And so it's not a prop sword. Well, it's oh. a prop sword, but it's not sharp. Is what or well, it's, it's a real, real sword, metal. But it's, not, it's a real metal sword. Thank oh. you. But it's not sharpened. So the thing weighs poundage and he's flinging it around. Like he has, um, like massage, massages on his forearms and his hands. Because after handling for that much and that many takes, he gets exhausted. Not wow. that you mentioned it, not that I
1: was looking that closely, but you can definitely see his muscles rippling and straining at the movements of that sword.
0: And his nipples, though. He's not wearing a breastplate. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry, I had to look at in
1: there. Your, your wife had
2: pointed that out to you, I think you said. Uh, yeah. You noticed that was some good character development there. Well, let's just
0: get
1: this out, <laughs> yeah. out of the way. Henry Cavill is a delight to watch. He is.
0: <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. He's mean, a well-shaped human being. He's a good-looking dude, yeah. and he carries that character very well. Yeah, he does not need the um, latex and pleather of Superman no. to look like a superhero. He also balances really <clears throat> nicely with Anya
1: Charlatra's characters. Like her, she's a beautiful actress. Yeah, I why don't you talk really, a little bit more about that, please? They really make a nice uh, pairing on that. I found it interesting because we talked about the book in our last cast, but the description of Yennefer is very um uh, it's it's like he hedges his bets on it almost. Like she's appealing. There's something about her that draws you in, but she's not necessarily beautiful in the traditional sense. Mm-hmm. Where I think in the Netflix show, she's beautiful. Yeah. But they also kind of delve more into her backstory about why she was, she was a hunchback and how in the, in the short stories, they kind of like allude to the fact that she's been modified by magic, but that, uh, the show gets very viscerally into it. Like she had to sacrifice her, her womb and her femininity basically to get this look and, and that becomes a driving force for her character. I think the actress, she does a wonderful job capturing all of the pathos that goes along with that. But she's beautiful too. And again, that's this is a show that really prides itself on the aesthetic, I think. And like everybody in this film or in this you know series is very uh, you know, very Hollywood kind of like sense of of um fantasy. Like they, they're dressed like there's nothing period about the, the, the dress. Yeah it's like, oh it's leather and open shirts and stuff, but it's like they all look like they could be swashbuckling one minute or you know, they're in the trenches for a medieval war movie in the next or whatever. It's like all over the place, but somehow, in my opinion, it all just kind of works because you don't care about that, right? Yeah, a cu- uh,
2: couple points I would make. First of all, I'll, I'll fulfill my usual role here and say I liked it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just it's um, because you're the like most like even keeled person I know. And, oh, okay. and find the positive in is things.
2: that a compliment it is All right. it is I'll when you're it. let down by like
0: things like checks that don't appear in the mail you're very even keel and don't take them as such a disappointment Mike is the American cheese of this cast oh <laughs> no that's an insult that, that is he's that not, is a, right not the he's a real <laughs> he's a real human American cheese is not real that, that was definitely
2: not a compliment <laughs> now a check has to come <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sean damn Or the Hunts in
2: the mail. (laughs) It's (laughs) a non-disclosure. I liked
1: liked the show
2: in the same way that I liked the book. I I didn't find it to be anything particularly significant. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't feel that I was watching anything important uh, or life-changing as I was watching it. Um, I made the decision early that I was just going to be on board if it was entertaining and adventurous and it was, uh, it's the type of thing that like, you know, I enjoyed while I was watching it. I may go on and watch season two. Uh, will I ever like rewatch the show? I can't imagine how that would be possible. And, um, you know, I, 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 uh, We'll just leave it at that. It was a good adventure. Yeah. It was fun. You know, that that's that's what it was. It was entertain it was entertainment and it worked that way. I'm sorry I called you American cheese. Like I was just joking. Did you like I mean, is my pain like that apparent in my face? I was I was trying to be even it keel. Is actually- <laughs> American cheese.
1: I, mean, I was just you, ripping all that out of that a
2: nice like like a, like uh like a smoked gouda or something? Well but that's too yeah. passionate.
0: <laughs> is it? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna save us here. Okay, so do we feel like the the episodic nature of the source material then kind of fed into how they filmed the series in that every episode had its own little like five minute digression, ten minute digression, fifteen minute digression, come back and then s- I felt like for the three episodes I watched that sometimes they got tied back together and sometimes they were just like it's coming. Dear Watcher, just trust us. You're going to get it later. Or and it, and it, it does. I don't know. Okay, so you don't mind if we spoil it? No, go right. ahead. Yeah. I mean, treat I mean, it, it as we know it. Like does, it does. They all do
2: tie together. It's it's right. around episode four or five, I think, where it finally clicks.
0: It figures you. that I stopped. Yeah, right ju- just would. shy.
2: Honestly, yeah. you did. And, and yeah. like, you, you figure out because of the, the story with, like, the hedgehog guy or whatever he is in the castle – that, you know, by the end of that, you realize like, oh, the, the blonde girl in the woods, who's his destiny. You're like, oh, that's like the law of surprise. That's like the granddaughter of the queen. And then you start figuring out the timeline and where, where all these individual narratives are taking place and what they're leading up to. Um, I also, I don't remember if I heard this or if I read it somewhere, but this, like, while it seems like it, sort of fishes spontaneously from the book and puts them in random places, The Last Mm -hmm. Wish. Uh, But I, I feel like I had read somewhere that it's actually, there's another book in the series that the first season is drawing from. That it's stories from, like, both of those two books that are weaved into this first season.
0: Could it be that first um, one that we alluded to earlier in the cast? Like, because The Last Wish yeah. is technically the second book, but right. it was the first chronologically, most people say. I think say.
1: one of the ones is a series that sort, came
2: out Sort of it. Destiny, I think, was the name of the yeah. book, if I
1: remember correctly. Um, right. So, uh,
2: any, anyways... Uh, that was um, something that you know, like the chronology of the thing uh, does start to make sense, you know, as as you go through
1: it. That's um one of the criticisms of the series was that they played around with time a lot, and yeah. in the stories that we get from the Last Wish Siri's not involved in any of this. Like she's just mentioned as the what Geralt says he wants from saving that guy's life or whatever. And this whole show is built around this like alternating points of view between Siri and what's going on in Sintra and her escape. And what's happening with Geralt and Yennefer and all this stuff, and like Geralt's storyline is all drawn from The Last Wish and various stories there, and Yennefer's is coming from, or not Yennefer, sorry, series is coming from one of the the other things. And people kind of like were lost on what's going on.
0: Yeah, and that the, is how I felt. Right,
1: it's the stuff with Geralt's all like flashback, and him leading up to when he his timeline aligns with Siri. And then once you get to that point when it's like that revelation, like you said, with the, the werewolf dude or whatever and marrying Siri's mom and everything, then you realize, oh shit, that's all backstory. But what's happening now is her escaping from the ruins of Sintra and everything with mm-hmm. uh, Milf, Milfgaard. Yeah. Mil- I almost want to say Milfgaard. <laughs> <laughs> attacking and...
0: <laughs> yeah, Nilfgard. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I just should have kept going for another hour. You still I, can. I, mean, I do like your your
2: take on the. Uh, that was a point I wanted to make yeah. before too. So I like your take on the fight scenes. A huge pet peeve of mine in modern cinema is the sort of muddled shaky cam quick cut mm-hmm. garbage fight scenes that, you know, so many we talked about this during the Matrix uh mm-hmm. cast, where they lost that beautiful choreography of the original trilogy and did that, you know, shaky cam shit. Um and I, I remember in the first episode of uh The Witcher when, you know, he goes into the village toward the end of that episode and like all those you know, Renfrey, is that her name? All those people that yes. like are in her crew, mm-hmm. her entourage are waiting for him. Yeah. Um, that thing was gorgeously choreographed. I mean, it was it was clear, it was coherent, it was crisp, it was like a <clears throat> beautiful sword fighting scene. And and I thought it's well the,
1: the way it's written in the book is beautiful too. Yeah, like they yeah, had great source material to draw from. Agreed. And you're right. The execution is fantastic. Agreed.
0: Yeah, I think When I watched that fight scene, I was like, oh my god, if every episode has a little of this, I am now hooked. Because I explicitly remember, like, Geralt, like, swinging his sword, um, tip down through someone. He's essentially punching, but with his sword. And he explodes the person's head in two. Oh, yeah. It just goes (laughs) goes
2: in and then he like flicks it it, back. Yeah, he just flicks it straight (laughs) up. But like,
0: the way the scene's shot, Geralt is um, center, I think center right, and the other person's, you know, the other third of the frame. And so you're kind of focused on, you're, Deciding where to look mm-hmm. at that point, and he just punches through. Like, oh my god, I've never <laughs> seen medieval fighting like this. Very Tarantino-like. This, this is hot yeah. shit right now. Immediately, yeah. that whole fight scene was amazing. Yeah, very well done. <laughs> and if more of that comes, I could watch. You know, the other twelve without there are, the there issue. Are
1: more well choreographed fight scenes. I think that was. I mean, that's a high mark for the series. Yeah, fair. You can see they're definitely. Trying to catch the uh, like the headwind from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I mean, that series sort of sets the tone for any kind of medieval-based fantasy TV genre tropes or whatever. And I, you definitely know they're trying to catch that audience with this particular show. Like, oh, hey, yeah. Netflix, hey, look, we got something similar. You know, check this out. That's yeah. probably why they greenlit the whole thing was because of how successful Game of Thrones was, undoubtedly.
0: Yeah, yeah. and Netflix needed a a alike yeah, but I think it stands on its own, too. It, it, it does. It
1: doesn't necessarily have to live in the shadow or or in that, that vein. It could be its own thing. And it, I think the people who they got to make this show realized that they needed to pander a little bit, but also tell their own story. I think they did a good job. And, and
2: there's a little bit of, like, you know, heaviness to this, but not to nearly the same extent as uh, Game of Thrones. Like, I, I think that the tone they're going for is the tone we talked about in the last cast from the book. It's an adventure, you know, and it feels very adventurous and questy the whole time, um, which is another way that distinguishes it from Game of Thrones. But aesthetically, you know, uh, it definitely resembles that and and was undoubtedly greenlighted. For the same reason,
1: I think uh, we didn't mention the dandelion character <coughs> in the last cast. Yeah, <laughs> no,
0: we didn't, and I like dandelion. Well, well, what was his lot.
1: name in the in the TV show? So Isn't like Jasper or yeah, something? something? Or so, yeah, I mean, they changed the they name. Changed. I think they should have kept the dandelion. Right, but well, yeah. he's hilarious. Yep. Whenever that guy's on scene, you just yeah, want to be like, "Get more of that dude!" Right from the <laughs> beginning yeah. when they're all like jeering him
2: in the bar, and he's like, "You know, I'm just glad I can bring you all together like this." <laughs> yeah,
0: and he, I remember seeing that he's singing in the corner. And he, like, sang some sort of, like, more contemporary song on his lyre. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I see what you're doing. This is cool. But then, again, I got lost in the time hopping and, like, the disjointed nature of of the thing. Because, I guess, again, I expected to be more of, like, Last Wish linear, not mixed in with other things. Because right after that, you get them going to, if you read The Last Wish... The edge of civilization, mm-hmm. yes. dandelion and girl, and you run into this the the sylvan, right, um, and all that jazz. They get shot in the head with those metal beads and all that everything. So, I don't know. There's a
1: lot of things they're they're conflating in the series that I think they're trying to rush a story. Mm-hmm. Like like Siri and her whole thing plays no role in all these these last wish stories, and yet right. the TV show keeps forcing her like the one with the the striga mm-hmm. series there. <clears throat> Why is she there? She, she shouldn't. Wasn't. She shouldn't be there. She no. wasn't there in the thing. The thing with uh, and I might be in the season two at this point, but the uh, the Beauty and the Beast guy with his enchanted mansion there that does everything for him. Yeah. I believe there's an episode in season two where it's series there with him again, and it, it it's like inserting her into the story unnecessarily, but at the same time it doesn't really not work. Right. It's just
0: if you're a reader of the books and watching the show, you might go like, "What the fuck?" But which is what I did. Like, yeah. I, I didn't even get that far. It would have messed with it. Wor- messed with me worse. But, all right, I'll be the nathair. It's, <laughs> it's okay, you play that role well. <laughs> there we go. Uh, All right, it is time for the lightning round, guys. This went by fast. Oh, Real
1: quick, I just gotta say, I don't know if you yes, guys please. are noticing, but I'm getting like a spicy aftertaste on my lips from this beer. Uh-huh. Like, I just had some wings or something. Like, this is this interesting. I keep glancing at your glasses and, like, forcing
2: myself to slow down because this is, uh, this is very tasty and I am enjoying it. There is another bottle available. Oh. It, and, you know, you don't
0: have to drive anywhere. So. This is, I'm keenly aware of that. That is wonderful. <laughs> yep. So, uh, in the lightning round, we are going to feature three questions. First one to ding oh. in gets to answer. Um, I'm going to pass over at the right. bell that I was just hitting right and um, you do have to answer correctly in order to earn a point if you're keeping track when it comes to the last wish uh, the witcher series based competitions here last one was a draw so, this goes to your pride, John. I right? think we're pretty even in the series. I, yeah, like. Mike has had a string of wins. He's drawn right up there.
1: Or at mm-hmm. least moral victories. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I, I think you
0: straight up kicked my ass several times. <laughs> really? The last couple, yeah. All right, Yeah. all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm certainly not going to argue with you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're listening, people out there... Go back to the matrix, go back to um what was the other All one? of our casts and listen well, to them. All the yes. cast, but I was yes. gonna do a chronological. I game. mean
2: honestly that is what you should do in order to tabulate, you know, results. So yep. if you listen. download them all.
1: Yeah, listen carefully to all of our casts, especially the lightning round. There are clues hidden throughout all of them <laughs> that will lead you to a treasure. <laughs> there you go. Uh, which vast is a wealth. special invitation to the
2: inaugural party on the super yacht. Uh, when we exactly. first out to see. So, we'll let you yeah. yachts. <laughs>
0: we'll, we'll send the GPS co- uh, coordinates to <laughs> That's you. right. And you have to meet us. That'll you be may an exclusive
1: ex- guest list. Too, so. <laughs> you may have to download us and listen to us in reverse, <laughs> you know, and then put it in a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. makes no sense. Let's do this.
0: No, yeah. Ready? <laughs> All right, so first person to, to ring in here. What type of creature is Torque? Sean? A uh, Sylvan. He is. I would have also accepted Devil or Devil as they. Deevil. Mm. Deevil. <laughs> All right. Number two. What is the first task Yennefer has to pass to be accepted? Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. In fast. she has to lift a stone. Yes. Right? Yes. All right. She has to lift the stone and that's when you learn that in magic something always has to be given. Damn, unfair. Oh, yeah, I watched the series last year, so this is like oh, a- not, fair. Oh, <laughs> not fair. Oh. You
1: had a this, month. this is rigged. Damn.
0: You had rigged. That's when she
1: was a hunchback.
0: <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, yes. it was.
1: Damn, she did a good job, by the way. Real quick, the actress played her as a, you know, differently abled person or whatever they call her, a hunchback. But like, yeah. the, the prosthetics and the way she plays it is so good. She she did. She
2: was she was a real highlight in the series, I thought. Um, yeah. even, even post-transformation, there's times where you love her as a character and there's times where you hate her. Absolutely. Like, she seems like a protagonist and an antagonist at, at various times. Uh, I, I thought that, you know, there was a lot of great acting in
1: the series. Mm. She was a highlight, for sure. I think she actually was, she outshined Cavill in many of the scenes where they share the screen. Cavill,
2: you know, is, is very physically charismatic. You know what I mean? He, he's got, like, the, the charisma to carry out that, that like, war, ancient warrior role. You yeah. know, and he's got, you know, the voice to talk like this the entire time. He's a great stoic. A point that I wanted to make, by the way, yeah, that yeah, I we'll totally... Let
0: you go back I this. totally
2: forgot about... No! Oh, no! Oh, no! oh. Um... So
0: uh <laughs> <laughs> we are distraught because the microphone just fell off its boom. Uh, yeah, I, we gotta, yeah. I
2: told you, man. These roadies are not working out, man. We gotta no. fire these guys. It's, <laughs> it's a good thing they don't our
0: super guys. It's a good thing. Yeah, Bill's not right. here. He would that's be right. really pissed. Oh,
2: he that he would have found that very unprofessional. Mr. Murray
0: would not
1: stand.
2: He's always very that. clear on this when he when he is here. <laughs> um... <laughs> Well, I think – what point was I making? Oh, um, there, I, I was only making this point because it reminded me of a discussion we had during the Gideon cast where so there's so much of like the, the lofty gothiness um, that would then be balanced out by Gideon's uh, modern parlance. And, and that was one of my favorite aspects of this TV Uh, version of The Witcher because you had so much of that high fantasy stuff going on and then you'd have uh, Geralt himself would just constant whenever something bad was about to happen he would just go fuck or or there's that part where he walks in and like all that mist is coming out because he's going to see like uh, Yennefer for the first time and there's like that orgy bath thing happening and just all that fog comes creeping out and you just hear him go like
0: the fuck (laughs) (laughs) every time he did that I thought that was great Yeah. shit yeah alright I gotta keep watching you guys are selling me on this I'll go back
1: <laughs> we have to do like an addendum in the next cast where Adam does a revisit yeah.
0: Adam fixes his mistake yeah. here we go alright we've stalled long enough are you ready for the last question wait where are we at with it's this it's tied oh, it, it is tied right? again oh, this is two the two second episode right. in a row it's like the saver here. it just keeps coming out of the wire yeah yeah. alright how much was Yennefer sold for you do have to be correct four dollars Six. Oh wait! Only really? gets more than one guess. No, I'm just <laughs> de- I'm deliberating how I want to respond. Sean, what is your reply? Can I hear the entire question, please? How much was Jennifer sold for? I don't know. All right, I got to give it to Mike. It was four marks. That oh, was my only. Ah, I was no, no, no. so
2: confident about the four, and oh, then had the four. He had that pause yeah. in that face, and I'm like, "You we need know. to give
0: that to him. he <laughs> got, he that's got that's the fine. number right." Yeah, absolutely. Like, it, it, yes. The only thing that would have made me give it to Sean is if he was like <laughs> he four, four marks, marks. and no. and the dad wanted six bits. Nah, see, whatever sorry, the other. I can't. Was. I
1: again, I watched it so long ago. I <laughs> yeah. cannot be that All specific. Right.
0: Mike All gets a yeah. There you go. All right. So we've come to the point in the cast, gents, where we have to make a decision here. Are we going to recommend this? I think I know where you stand. I've already been converted. I'm going to say I'm going to go back and finish it, or at least season one.
2: Yeah, I liked it. I thought Netflix did a, a good job. Um, it's it's not something I think anyone needs to rush out to see. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it's a huge loss if you don't see it at all. But, uh, you know, it's it's entertaining, and that's that's all. And And if that's what you're looking for, then see it.
1: Yeah. I agree. It's it's just good entertainment. There's nothing groundbreaking or profound. It's just something fun
0: to watch. Okay. Sure. I think the one caveat I would add is be prepared to watch it and pay attention as you watch the episodes. It's mm. not a multitasking show, I don't think. True. Because of the time hopping between the storylines and that sort of thing.
1: Also, if you want to see me.
0: beautiful people of softcore, fuck. <laughs> there, that is, i hate to say it but this is exactly where i thought like oh they're trying to be game of thrones exactly yep because that's exactly what it was we're like you know yennefer's on top of what's his name um Not not no the other magician the other magician <laughs> yeah. and she makes like the crowd appear yeah and they're like clapping for them yeah. and that sort of thing i'm like oh wow that's like a snarky take on the game of thrones yeah. aspect
1: I can't say though that the series does mature quite a bit. In the nope. second season, it doesn't okay. really go there anymore. It's like they did they, what Game of Thrones did. Oh, we've tantalized you or we've titillated, yep, we've titillated you. you. Yeah, so now it's time for us titillated. to be more mature.
2: Yeah. Titillated, speaking of that word, put me in mind of what I, uh, I thought was, was the high point of the entire series. Sure. <laughs> and I'm being heavily uh, ironic here. Oh, okay. So this is toward the very end of the last episode. And it's, it's right before uh, Yennefer goes, like, ape shit on everybody and burns the fuck out of everything. Uh, and it's when she's talking to the Rectress. That's her title, right? I'm and so the right Rectress there, is, like, badly injured and or dying and no. delivers what is supposed to be one of the most inspirational moments, but is one of the most unintentionally hilarious moments in the entire uh, series, she looks at Yennefer with an incredibly dramatic face and there's a dramatic pause and she says let your chaos explode all over everything <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, god.
2: oh god, it's a bad organ uh, I you can picture oh. it's a bad tens joke. of thousands of American <laughs> boyfriends and husbands turning to their wives and girlfriends <laughs> with a shit eating grin
1: <laughs> oh, saying, hey, hey honey <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm covering my face in my hands. <laughs> and right she now. does. She covers them all in her chaos. She does <laughs> let
0: her chaos explode everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know how to recoup from that. I'm having a to tough you, 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 you can't. You can't. have just done it. Damn. So, yeah. All right. So that's that's two yeses, and then I'm going back. But make sure you're not multitasking on that one. All right. Thank you so much for listening. This is a. Nerds of the Old Republic, we'd love it if you gave us a rating wherever you listen. It really just helps. Uh, find us on Good Pods. Should we be like a Home Depot thing? They like survey <laughs> that- only five stars. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure.
2: We <laughs> will re record this podcast as many times as it takes to get your five star review. I will
0: drink as many dragon milk beers as I need to in order to make this perfect. Second that. Yeah. Yeah. Third. All right. So uh, thanks very much for listening. We are Nerds of the Old Republic. Uh, find us at uh, at Nerds of Old Republic, and uh, keep it nerdy, y'all! Cheers! Cheers! cheers.